Good evening, and welcome to Spooky South Coast. I am Stephanie Burke, your host for tonight. Tim Weisberg is not here, so we have the run of the place. And I actually like that. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) Joining me tonight is spirit medium Lynn Marie. Hello. Very, very, very close friend of mine. I'm so excited that she's here tonight. And we also have the silent assassin in studio, but (laughs) obviously you can't tell. So he'll, he'll be popping on the mic tonight, hopefully. We're going to talk to him about that. I hope so. I hope so. going to make spirit move him. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so he's, he's a good sport. He's actually helping me a ton tonight. This is actually my first time sitting behind the board, running the board, and this is terrifying for me. So he is my security blanket right now, and he's amazing. So I have zero complaints. And you look awesome. Oh, thank you. (laughs) It's a little scary. It's a little scary being back here. So I am so happy that you're back tonight. I love being here. I think it's been over a year. Has it really? I think so. It's been that long? Yes. Oh, good Lord. So you want to tell everybody a little about yourself that... Well, we have a lot of new listeners, so definitely introduce yourself and tell us what you do. So I'm Lynn Marie. I am a spirit medium. I'm a psychic. I've never really particularly loved the term psychic. I know. I I, I always have an issue with that, but it's um, intuitive. doesn't always feel (laughs) like it's really good either. Right. So (laughs) I think fortune teller probably doesn't work for me either, but... It could, um, though. It could. It could. I'm a spirit medium, which means, yes, I communicate with the past over. (laughs) And also, I... My particular modality that I love as far as psychic ability goes is the tarot deck, which I brought. You did. My tarot deck. I know. I love my tarot deck, so I brought my tarot deck with me. I teach tarot. Um, I'm a psychometrist. There's a bunch of different things. Psychometry is when you can put things in my hands, and they will sometimes... Um, tell little stories, but right. um, but I'm I'm busy. I'm really busy, and I love that. But I love being here, and I love you. Oh, and I, I love you and too. And I love the silent assassin. Yeah. <laughs> I know he's he's one of my he's favorites. all like, oh my god, Lynn, stop. <laughs> I was like, great, I got stuck with these two alone. And I love the fact that I love Tim and I miss I him, but I'm actually kind of pumped because this means we can talk about whatever we yes, want. Yes, <laughs> You know, he's he's a really good sport. He puts up with me, so it's, it's sad that he's not here, but at the same time, I am happy that it's just the two of us because then we can have this great conversation. I'm calling this the official Spooky South Coast Takeover. And, <laughs> and I get to be part of I that. know. It's like a coup. <laughs> Tim and I joke all the time. Um, especially off air because he's my best friend. I love him to death. And um, somebody just made fun of us the other day and called us paranormal spouses because (laughs) we're always together. And he's like, you know, you can talk, right? You know, you can talk over me. I'm like, do you know how hard it is to talk over you? Because he's so used to being on the radio all the time. He's a complete professional. So this is funny. And this is probably going to be the most that anybody's ever heard me speak. So it's going to be interesting. Except for me. I I know, I know. (laughs) But on the radio, I'm usually, you know, talking to Tim. So I love the fact that I walk in here all the time and you're always like, yeah, I heard you. And yes. I'm like, I know because I was talking to you in my head on right. my way here. So. so Lynn and I have a weird relationship. Um, <laughs> we're paranormal siblings. <laughs> yes, we're going to call it that. Um, I don't remember when we met. 
It's oh been a long goodness, time. It's been a while. Yeah. So I think since day one, we've always had a strange connection. But as time's gone on, we've had an even stranger connection. And we definitely have the telepathy thing going on. Um, always. Even always. being two hours away from each other. It didn't matter. So That's right. even tonight, pulling in the parking lot, it's like, okay, put my antenna up. Where is she? And it's so funny because I literally got out of my truck and I was like, I felt you. Yep. Where are you? Yep. And she was right behind me. And I was like, there you are. I knew you were here. I love that aspect because you know what? Dealing with so many people in the paranormal field and so many people that claim to have an ability, I very rarely meet people that can be on the same wavelength as I am and can be able to, do, I mean, just do the telepathy, the psychometry, all all weird things, and especially have that, that connection. So when I meet someone just like me, it makes me excited because then I can actually connect, which is totally different. I think one of the most honorable positions I've been in where you are concerned is when you came and took my tarot class. I oh my was goodness. like, oh my goodness, you could teach this. Like, no. what are you doing here with me? And you were just like, nope, if I'm going to learn, I want to learn from you. Right. And I was like, that's awesome. Yes. Yes. So. I was so excited. And I tell people that all the time, if they want to learn something, I send people to you always anyways. Oh, and, that. um, you are one of the very, very few people that I trust sending my clients to for a reading, especially if people have been to me too many times or I'm personally connected with them. I don't really like to read them because I feel like I know too much already. So if I need to send them anywhere, I send them to you always. And taking your class, yes, of course. I've always, <clears throat> tarot cards is in my blood, yes. <laughs> but I avoided them for a very long time because the type of personality I have is I have to know everything before I even attempt to do something. <laughs> and like, if I'm going to learn this from anyone, I have to take it from you because you have the same exact situation as me. You grew up with it. You, you've lived with it your entire life. I don't want to learn from somebody that read a book and right. I know that sounds crazy, but, or maybe rude to some people, but it's not meant to be. It's just when you grow up this way, you want to learn the exact same way that you were brought up and taught. So I didn't want to learn from anybody else but you. Thank you. I think what's really fascinating about one of the things you and I have always talked about mm -hmm. is that one, I just recently said this, and I've said it a million times, I'm sure, at galleries, so <clears throat> people who come to see me probably have heard me say this, but I live my life in a 24-7 crowded conference room, Yes. and it's all a matter of what you eavesdrop on and what you don't. And right. I think, <clears throat> for me, I think if I were to have, and I know you and I have talked about this, mm -hmm. If I were to have woken up from a car accident and suddenly been able to see and hear the dead, I think I would definitely be frightened. Oh, absolutely. I think the fact that spirit has just always been so present, I just kind of, the biggest complaint people tend to have about me is that I'm a little irreverent to the dead. <laughs> I tend to be a little bit like, oh, just get in here and say what you need to say and, and do it. Because, I feel like I'm know. the same way, though. And I tell, I've told people for years, I have a very strange sense of death. Even when I lose someone personal to me, um, I still, I'll drive home a certain way and I'll say, oh, I got to stop at grandpa's house and I'll take the left to drive by to go to his house. I'm like, oh, I, <coughs> I forgot he's dead. And again, it sounds insane. But no, not to me. Because yeah. you, that connection, that soul connection never stops. So I've been like that forever where I'm just not, I don't want to say I'm in the human form. I'm not as sensitive to it. I agree. And I also, the one thing I am sensitive to, and I mm -hmm. actually have a kind of funny story about this, mm -hmm. is um, animals. Animals, <clears throat> yes. So I love animals. So anybody that knows me knows that I have a huge dog and I have three cats. Mm -hmm. And previous to this dog that I have now, I had two dogs and two cats. And I was very, very attached to them. 
So I was doing a gallery not that long ago. And a gallery, for those of you who don't know, is it's a group reading where everybody's sitting in one room and you're kind of just reading everybody individually. And I had an animal come through, a cat, and I swear that everybody in the gallery must have thought that I was intoxicated because I kept tripping over the spirit Did you? cat. That's yeah. Awesome. Every time I would turn around, I would like out of the corner of my eye, I was like, "There's a cat!" And then I was like, "Oh, it's a cat that no one else can see." And then towards the end of the night, I finally was like, "Gosh, whose cat is this?" <laughs> like, you know. And this poor woman in the back was like, "Oh, it's my cat!" And I just put the cat down. I felt awful. We all cried. It was terrible. And then two weeks later. I was like, that's it. I'm on a moratorium about animals. Like, I, no more animals. Like, no more animals coming through in gallery readings. And I was at a house party not that long after that. And everybody was seated at the table, and we were all having discussion. And a cat came in. And nobody paid any attention to the cat. And I was like, oh, my God. It's a, it's a Passover cat. I'm like, it's a Passover cat. And I have to talk about the cat. And I don't want to talk about the cat. And the cat, like, jumped up on the counter. And I was like, it's it's... Nobody sees the cat. Nobody's paying attention to the cat. I have to talk about the cat. And then finally the woman next to me was like, are you okay? No. And I was like, do you, do you see the cat? I was like, does anybody see the cat? And it turned out that the cat was alive and well, but not oh, had a no. hearing impairment. <laughs> that is amazing. So I was totally like freaked out that this was a passed over cat that I was going to have to deal with. And it turned out to actually be a live cat. And I was very grateful that the cat was alive. That is awesome. (laughs) But that's happened to me too. (laughs) I was in a, um, in a haunted location. It was actually somebody's home, but it, um, it had a very specific tie back to the community. And I thought to myself, okay, you know, I'll go. Um, at the time I was actually, very sick with a double kidney infection and waiting to have surgery. (laughs) So I was like, yeah, um, I'll go. That's fine. And I kept looking at this cat and I thought it was not alive. (laughs) And, um, you feel my pain when I was, somebody looked at me and said, well, you know, do you want to, uh, do do you want to address the cat or they, they brought up the cat in the room and I said, yeah, that 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 cat right there. I, I thought this was the moment that you told me that you could do what I could do too. That thing's alive. Yes. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, oh, well, in that case. And horses. Horses always have a very large presence yes. in mediumship, and I've never completely always understood that why, in particular, that is the case. But um, but it is pretty funny when they come through. So, but I, I love animals coming through, but I just get, I get sad and it distracts me. So did I ever tell you about the time I had a goldfish come through? Okay. No, I can't with goldfish. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't. Goldfish. I just can't. It's a true story. It's a, I know it is because I know it's you and I know these things happen, but just the goldfish, I can't. <laughs> yeah. I was actually doing a table tipping session. Oh, I love and for people that don't know what table tipping is, it's um, it was very prominent in the Victorian era, um, the spiritualist movement, and it's a physical form of mediumship. So the table does tip, does rock, spells out messages. It's an amazing experience if you've never experienced it before. And I do it regularly for clients to communicate with their past loved ones because I love giving readings to people, but I feel like there's just some strange healing power about being able to facilitate your own conversation with your own past loved ones. So... I do this regularly. I had my friend at the table with her coworkers, and 
we were sitting there, and the table brings through an animal. So now everybody's going, oh, is it my dog? Is it my cat? Because, of course, everybody's attached to animals, understandably so. Go, nope. It's not, it's not a dog or cat. And now I'm trying to figure out what it is. I'm looking at this thing. <laughs> it's looking at me. I have no idea. I'm like, what is this creature? And it became clear, and I went, oh, it's a fish. <laughs> my friend bursts into hysterics. Stella, is that you? <laughs> I'm looking like, is there a candid camera somewhere? These people know me. Are they messing with me right now? Crying hysterically. It was a goldfish that she had for like 20 years. Oh, my goodness. And something happened, and it passed away, and she was she would put it in the car with her and strap it in and go on road trips with it. So, very that's attached. A very, that's a very big attachment. Yes. Yes. So, I had a goldfish come through. I'm... I. I absolutely 100% believe that I cannot top the goldfish. <laughs> okay. We are good with that. Um, uh, yeah. I love table tipping, by the way. I know that yes. that is a very good modality for you, and I'm very, very pleased about that. But I, I, am, I used to tell the story that as a medium, I used to table tip when I would drink. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> And I used to tell the people, oh, it's what mediums do when they drink. And, <laughs> and, then, and then it became popular and people started doing yes. it. And I was like, oh, no more tequila and table dipping. Can't do that. Tequila, of all things. <laughs> tequila. I don't really picture you as a tequila type of gal. I'm not. But, nope. you know, it, it went with the table dipping. Yes. I haven't tried that yet. I probably... I, I might steer clear from that. I um I would suggest you do. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's it's not it's not attractive. No. <laughs> it, it is awesome though. For everybody that has not tried it yet, you absolutely have to. Um, speaking of which, I did put up two public table tippings that I have coming up on my Facebook page, so you can follow me there. It's facebook.com backslash work at Bark and see that. I also have Awaken Your Intuition classes coming up, and since I'm talking about it, I will tell you all that we have three different events coming up that Tim and I will actually be at together. So we have Middleborough Paracon coming up on June 24th in Middleborough, Massachusetts. And I believe that there are still vendor tables left for that. So you can go right on Facebook and search Middleborough Paracon and it should pop up right away. If you don't, email me at workitburk at yahoo.com and I'll push you into the right direction. But Tim and I are both lecturing that day, I believe, separately. Next up after that, we have Ocean State Paracon, and that is in Harrisville, Rhode Island at the Assembly Theater. And that is Saturday and Sunday, July 15th and 16th. But there's actually a VIP party and comedy show the night before, and that's all to benefit the Rhode Island, um, you might know, um, I think it's it's technically the Rhode Island Coalition of Domestic Violence. Against Domestic Violence. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, And um, I do know that because that is my other passion right. in life. Is yes, that's why violence. I figured you would know. Yeah. So um, that's a huge charitable foundation, and all proceeds go toward them. So we will be there again lecturing, I believe, separately. And after that, we have Ghosts of the Gateway coming up on Saturday, August 12th in the... Wareham Historical District. So we do this, we try to do it every other year. Sometimes we do it every year, but it is an amazing location. 
and Tim and I will definitely be there, maybe with some other surprises. We don't know yet. We have twists coming left and right for this event. We actually have our first Spooky Kickball Classic happening before then. Everybody is invited to Spooky Kickball, and the first 20 people that buy tickets to the actual Ghost Hunting event are guaranteed to be on a team, and the teams are Tim's Terrors versus Steph Spirits. So <laughs> I haven't played kickball since elementary school. I might have to get in on Yeah, that. I think you might have to come visit. <laughs> right. It might be really interesting. So... I'm really looking forward to that. Um, we're investigating the Fearing Tavern, which is from the 1600s, wow. which is amazing. Such a cool location. Tim and I just filmed a segment for a TV show about it because it is extremely haunted. And we have the um, the old meeting house. We have the old schoolhouse and the chapel as well. So we have four different locations right now, and it's always a good time. So definitely check out um i believe you can get tickets on spookysouthcoast.com for that if not email me and i will tell you where to go but we have a lot of cool things coming up so in a good way you'll tell people where to go yes <laughs> yes listen i might have to get in on that middleborough paracon because that's my you mother's should. birthday i think you should it's 624 and uh, my mom passed three years ago and i have been seeing her birthday every day for like the last two weeks well, I think it's just another reason to spend more time with you. So I think you definitely I, should. I think I, let's do it. I don't know why we've been waiting. Nope. Matt, did you say we have a call? Two calls. Already? Right. Good okay. Lord. <laughs> Good evening. You're on Spooky South Coast. Hello. Oh, hello. Hi. Hi. So are you taking readings tonight? We are taking readings. We're not starting just yet. So if you want to give us a call back when we announce it, that would be awesome. Okay, thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Bye. Bye. Next caller still? Um, yeah, we can start in the second hour. Yeah, whatever. Okay. Sure. Uh, I, whatever. I'm all good. Do we still have a second caller? All right, let's take that one. Good evening. You're on Spooky South Coast. Hi. Hi. Um, my name's Angel, and I was hoping to get a reading. Hi, Angel. We're actually starting readings in the second hour of the show, so if you're listening in right now, just make sure to call in right before that we, we start, and we will definitely take your call. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Mm-hmm. I, um, I just want to put out there, too, that I'm looking to break my record of calls. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so the first time I was here, we had, like, 17 calls. I think the second time it was 21, so we need to get over that. I'm okay with that. Yeah, let's do it. I am absolutely okay with that. So we, uh, do you want to tell everybody about how your readings work? So that way we we do know for when it begins. Sure. So predominantly what's going to happen is you're going to call in and I'm going to pick a tarot card for you. And you will probably hear me. If you don't see me, you'll probably hear me. I'm going to just hold these up for a second. And um, I will pick a tarot card for you. And the tarot card that I pick for you, it will be probably, hopefully, very specific to you. And um, you don't have to give away a lot of your personal information. You know, I'm not looking for you to tell, you know, tell the whole entire world your story. So um, hopefully the card will make sense to you and we'll do the best to do it that way. In the event that I, the reason I do mediumship readings in person is because I actually feel that the energy in person is much better. I feel the same way. On the phone, I think it's, it's very difficult because there's like six or seven different people probably trying to come through Mm -hmm. at the same time. If someone is very loud, I will certainly tell you that. Um, But just know that the tarot card is usually pretty, pretty, pretty cool and pretty fun. We it usually is. have a good time with it. I mean, I have to say, you know, 
being around you and doing readings, and the reason why I send people to you is because they're always so spot on and so full of, you know, information. It makes perfect sense, and um, so I... I'm a huge advocate for your readings, absolutely, <laughs> and I do them myself. So that's that's huge for me to yeah, to say. I so, that. Um, I I like it. So I have my mythic tarot. So people probably don't know much about the tarot. So if you have a second, I'll kind of let you know. But <clears throat> the tarot deck is a lot of people know the Rider Waite tarot deck, which is like your basic tarot right. deck. And the deck that I'm using tonight is based on the Rider Waite, but this is called the Mythic Tarot. Um, it's very pretty. There's a lot of really good pictures on it, but it's predominantly based on Greek mythology. And even though I am a redhead, I am Greek. So it sort of sort of follows that I have the Greek mythic tarot deck. Um, the deck I think that I've used, the only other deck I use a lot of is sometimes the Chrysalis tarot, which is very different and kind of odd. I used to use the Crystal Visions tarot until I gave it to Stephanie because it seemed like it belonged with her, and now I can never touch it again. You could. I have it in my bag. No, I don't mean that. <laughs> I just feel like it belongs to you now. It so. might want to say hi. It might, it might. It's a very pretty deck. It's a very feminine I love it. deck. It's a really good deck. Um, the other deck that I think I've been using a lot of is um, the... I don't really eat, read angel cards much, so but I do like the Archangel Michael um, angel card deck. I do have that in my car, actually. Do you? Yeah, yeah, I do occasionally like that. I'm a big Archangel Michael fan, so I love him. So, um, yeah, but for right now, the deck I pretty much use all the time is with me. It's the Mythic Tarot. I hold it's it very, to me. Yeah, it's, it's a very pretty deck, too. Yeah. It's It's purple. <laughs> Of course, of course. Because purple is. is protection. Yes, as as the silent assassin taught us tonight. <laughs> he was like, "You people should know, purple is protection." <laughs> if poop hits the fan, you press the purple. It was my instruction. I believe that is actually verbatim. Yeah. <laughs> um, I use nicer, a nicer version. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes. <laughs> so, the other thing I was uh, thinking about was I wanted to ask you about questions that you get asked a lot by people who come in. For okay. Readings or for galleries. So, what do you think is the most common question that you get asked before you start working? Are we talking in a funny sense or a serious sense? I, whichever way, it's up to you. So, I feel like most people coming to a reading or a gallery reading in any aspect mainly want to know: Is this witchcraft? <laughs> are, are you speaking to the devil? And then we move on to: Are my loved ones okay? Do they, you know, are Pretty much, are they okay? Do they love me? Do they miss me? That's the most common that I get. I'm sure the more that we talk, I might, you know, come up with some other ones. But mainly just the lack of knowledge of knowing, you know, where they go and are they all right now. Um, And it's really surprising to me. I think because I think about it all the time or I'm in it all the time that I know that they're fine. So it's... It's something that I, I usually try to get out of the way, especially during something like a table tipping session. Yes, they're okay. Yes, they love you. Yes, they miss you. Now let's kind of open it up to the more specific <clears throat> details. Right. Um, because sometimes they get so hung up on the simple details that that's all they need, which is fine if that's what's healing for them. But I feel like that opens the door for them to just go to anybody that cold reads. And that kind of sets me off a little bit. So I'd rather give them the most detail possible, most evidence possible that this is their loved ones that are coming through in order to make them feel even better. 
I agree. I I think that I think it's hilarious that you and I have the same question. I people always ask me, "Are you a witch? Yes. Are you a Satanist?" <laughs> That's always the um, questions I get asked the most. And also, am I am I speaking with evil spirits or the devil? Yep. Um, I tell people all the time that, as you know, I have a, a very religion educational background. So yes, um, which I find fascinating. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> and I, I always tell people that I, on my wrist, as as we speak, actually, on my wrist, is my John 316 bracelet, Perfect. my Our Father bracelet, <laughs> and my Greek evil eye bracelet. <laughs> I did see the evil eye. <laughs> yes. Just to sort of uh, round out the whole thing. Right, um, right. But I, I definitely find that, I, and let me just explain that witchcraft is, it has its place. I mean, that's, you know, if, if that's your thing that's fine i i personally have no issue with that um i find it fascinating too just because a lot of it was rooted in times where there was no structure to religion at all right so i i do find it really interesting or even the herbal aspects of it and intentions and all of that fun stuff but some of it i could probably take or leave yeah i mean i totally understand that I think that I have no issues with any of that. I tell people all the time, and sometimes people get offended when I say this, but chocolate and vanilla, it's all ice cream, you know? Whatever you believe, it's all good. (laughs) I mean, it's not up to me to decide that or to judge that. I just think that it's interesting that people would automatically assume that just because I'm a medium, that must mean that that follows. And it doesn't always. I don't think that that's a a hand-in-hand type thing. So... I actually had a really fascinating conversation recently with a a new friend of mine that I met at an event. He was attending um, the entire event, and I was doing a lecture there. So he actually took me to lunch, and we had a fascinating... All I could think about was you the entire time, because (laughs) your background in religion and studies, and he did the same, and he's Muslim. And we were just talking about just their culture and what they believe in and how it relates to other religions and his spiritual outlook now in studying with um, a West African, I believe he said, Sufi master. Wow. That's, so, that's like, that's intense. Yes. So <clears throat> we're talking about all these different aspects to just what makes everybody tick and, and how it all comes together. And it was fascinating. And all I could think about was, where's Lynn Marie when you need her? Because <laughs> this would be like, can, excuse me, sir, I just met you, but can you hold on so I can call my friend on speaker? <laughs> Um, she I, would love this. I certainly, I almost wish that we could take religious questions. Yes. <laughs> yes. Just take them. I, I, find, um, I find religion fascinating as a subject anyway, and just the fact that it just goes along so much with what we believe in. I think the very first thing that I tell people, like you said, you know, your people, are they're fine, they love you, they miss you. For me, I'm always like, listen, the dead are great. They don't, they're not worried about where their next mortgage payment's coming from. Right. They're not worried about their health insurance. They're not worried about, you know, whether or not their job's going to be there next week. You know, they're not worried about their physical being, you know, whether or not their cancer's going to come back or whether they're, they're worried about any of those things. They are great, but they do have time that they need to get together and do some things with. And I think it's really important for everybody to kind of know that. I think so, too. And I I find it lame for us to try to explain human emotion when it comes to the dead because, like, people say to me, is my mother unhappy? No, her vibration's just lower. 
Right. And I don't know how to explain that to people. Like a lower vibration doesn't mean unhappy, but the only way to translate a lower vibration over a subject is to say, well, she's not that happy with us. Um, I get yes. yelled at by spirit sometimes. Yep. Like they're basically like, Lynn. And I got to tell you something. I tell people this all the time. Mm-hmm. The spirit thinks I am a moron. <laughs> they think I am the most unintelligent person that ever hit the face of the earth. They, I swear that they draw things in purple crayon for me. Like they're just literally like, Lynn, you don't, you don't get it. Let's explain it I to you. I feel like that's common though, just because they they have so much more knowledge. You know, once you pass on, you just kind of receive everything, and we're still. Bottom, bottom level. We're bottom feeders, right? Pretty much. There's no other way to say it. And um, it, it's funny because I tell people this all the time. We know things more so than most people do. Obviously, being you know psychic medium, however you want to label it. However, it doesn't mean that we know everything. And there's still things that are um, hidden from us. Hidden is the best way that I can describe it and then it takes me calling you and saying lynn (laughs) lynn fix my life with cards please validate what's happening because you can feel things and you know things and this i'm sure the same thing happened to you um when i would when i would feel a certain way or feel like i needed a reading for guidance when i went to get a, a card reading i'm like i already know all this already but it all it took me years to realize it was just validation right so Yes, we know things. It doesn't mean that we know everything. Spirit knows much more than we do. So when they talk to us, it it, it is. It's kind of like talking to us like we're in a kindergarten class. It is. And, yeah. Yeah, there's no other way to put that. I and agree I, with you. I try to tell people this all the time. I'm like, I swear to you, they are writing this to me in crayon. Yep. Like, okay, Lynn. It's okay now. You can just read this. It's fine. (laughs) Which is really funny, but it's true. It is really funny. I love spirit. Spirit cracks me up. They just make me, they just make me really, really, they make me laugh and they make me feel good. I'm glad. There's nothing like standing in the middle of a gallery reading and start laughing to yourself and you can't stop because whatever they just said to you was so funny, but you can't relate yet because you're human and you have to stop laughing first. (laughs) Nothing like making people feel like you're crazy. Well, I, I told somebody recently that um, they asked me how I knew I wasn't schizophrenic. And I said, because... The That's voices, a good question. I know, right? I said, the voices don't tell me what to do. They just talk about themselves. <laughs> <laughs> and that works. <laughs> so, you got a lot going on over yeah, there. Yeah, I'm trying to pay attention to the chat room, so that way I have some feedback as to how we're doing. And uh, I got my microphone turned on, so it was loud. <laughs> you did. <laughs> By the silent assassin. Sorry, silent assassin. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm not used to it. They did ask, there is a request for second half theme music. I told them I'm not in charge of that. So, Um, But yes, our our regulars, our awesome, awesome chat room. I've gotten to meet actually a lot of them at the recent conventions, and they're amazing. But they pop in every Saturday night and they hang out with us and awesome. I uh, realized I actually do have a computer in front of me so I decided to pop that up and I can kind of watch us at the same time so they're on the screen <laughs> I know. I'm actually not pleased with my own job. I know I'm not either I try to tell Matt all the time can we set up my camera a little differently so that way I don't look this way or look that way but he doesn't listen well <clears throat> yeah he doesn't he doesn't care he's a guy 
Okay. Well, he looks fine. Yes. So he's not well, it's because he doesn't have a camera on him. Yeah. He skipped those days. We should try to. I do, Spirit's definitely got to do something with him. We got to work that. We got to work that. <laughs> <laughs> I just got the silent assassin, assassinating smile. You did. <laughs> <laughs> I actually recognized that right away. <laughs> what is what has your life been like, Matt, since you've opened up your world to hanging out with mediums? Your your world. Which one? Yes, oh. there it is. Oh, I did it right! Yay! How has my world changed? Yes. Um, Besides the awesomeness of it, of course. Well, <laughs> I can't keep any secrets anymore, so I don't know if well, that's, that's true. That's very true. Yeah, that's a bummer. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's um, hilarious that we both apologized. For I know. That. I'm really sorry about it. There was actually a uh, question in the chat room. Um, oh, okay. Pe- someone wanted to know how do you deal with elitism in medium in the medium community. <laughs> so I don't know if that's a uh, very political question. I'm wondering if we are who we're directing that to, <laughs> whether it be me or Stephanie. We probably feel the exact same way. How do we deal with that? I'm going to let you go first. Oh, my. <laughs> um, first of all, I, I have to tell you that I would excuse myself from the elitism mm. category. I do not actually feel I'm special, and I think one of the things that I sometimes get in trouble about is, I think we're talking a lot about me getting in trouble tonight, but for some reason. That's okay. We both do all the time. <laughs> yeah. It's the um, mouth. <laughs> I think that for me... What I get in trouble with sometimes is that people sometimes will come up to me and say, oh, this is such a blessing, and it's such a blessing, and it is. I mean, it is. There is nothing better than standing in the middle of a gallery reading and giving people messages that you hear so loud and so clear that they so much want to. There's definitely no, definitely no, that's just wrong, by the way, that he did that. Yep. But, <laughs> um, but I, I also have to say that sometimes that's a curse. I mean, you get Agreed. up at 2 o'clock in the morning to go to the bathroom, and you have somebody being like, tell them it's David, and you're like, David. Or standing there staring at me on the yeah, way to the bathroom. That's super know. creepy, too. Um, or sometimes it's a curse to know things before they happen, because you're not really supposed to mess with free will, so there's a lot of times when you are not allowed to say anything. But right. as far as whether or not other me- I'm better than other mediums or other mediums are better than me, the way I look at that is... is Everybody that's supposed to be read by somebody finds who they're supposed to be read by. Mm. You know, um, some people do not love my style of reading, maybe, but because maybe they want something softer or they want something, um, you know, different. Maybe they don't want as much detail. Um, but I think that for me, if they're meant to be with me, they'll be with me. If they're meant to be with you, they're going to be with you. I like that. I've now. I mean, it's no secret that I've been traveling about for the past two months and going to, God, I've been all over, um, pretty much all over New England. And um, I'm starting to break out of that come fall. And I've had a chance to meet a lot of people. And I have been at events where other mediums have just scooped me up and welcomed me and accepted me as one of their own and it was amazing and then I have been at other events where I have had groups of other mediums who are friends band together and automatically go against me and make sure that I know that they're better than me and I find that funny just because I don't care um 
I am who I am. I've had my own journey. I've tried to hide this from many people my entire life. And I actually just had a really, really great conversation, this exact conversation, um, with two of my, my newer friends, but they're amazing people. Um, and I'm hoping to get them back on the show soon to talk about my experiences with them. And, um, they, I, I spoke with them about a subject which brought up, and I won't give away too much because I don't want people to necessarily know who I'm talking about, but at the same time, I don't want to ruin a future show. So, um, we were discussing, um, how they prefer to talk to me because they know that I'm the real deal just based on the fact that I don't, I don't push myself out there and I can be myself and I'm not begging to read for them to prove something to them. And I find that a lot with people that, you know, a a so-called, you know, psychic or medium will walk right up to you and just try to cold read you. And I, I've always worked on permission and if somebody wants it, they ask for it. And, um, but then I've had people, I've had other mediums recently ask me for a reading just to size me up and say, yep, I'm doing them later. And I just don't even bother to contact them because I don't need to play that game. Um, and I said the exact same thing to these friends of mine, um, Thursday night that I, I ran from this and people will say to me all the time, it's so cool. You're, you're like Harry Potter. You're like a wizard. I want to be just like you. I want to learn something. I, I, I need to be different. And I always say, be careful what you wish for. Exactly. And this is, you know, it's a blessing. Absolutely. I don't think I'd want to be any different because I've lived my life like this and I don't know how to be normal. But at the same time, there are horrifying moments where I get a piece of information that something horrible is going to happen to someone. And then seconds later it happens. And I've always questioned, what is the point of me knowing if there's nothing I can do to change it because it's going to happen? It was just, I guess the point is just knowing. And that doesn't ever sit with me well because I just feel the human emotion of could I have done something? And I mean, there's, uh, there's a whole laundry list of things that bother me about doing this, but, um, because we are still human at the end of the day absolutely. and you still have emotions and you still think about people that you've read and you know, you're concerned about them. And, um, but other than that, I, I don't deal with the elitism. I just kind of let them play their own game and eventually they fizzle themselves out because they're busy playing a big competition. I actually had a really good conversation with this recently with Chip Coffee, Oh. Yeah. And, um, it was one of the first things he said to me was he just doesn't deal with all that. And it was a really great piece of advice because, um, he travels way more than I do and he's met a lot more people and just seeing the confidence in himself and just the lack of caring about other people that are wishing to be in a competition was like, this is, this is me. This is exactly how I act and how I, I am. And all I care about is if my gift can help change somebody's life or if me sharing my knowledge will help the way that people think about it, then that's all that matters. I also think that one of the other things that's really important to keep in mind is is that, you know, we as mediums and psychics usually go to other mediums and psychics because I need validation about my own life. Right. I need validation about my own stuff. I can't I can't read for myself. I'm no. way too emotionally involved in my own life. Of course. So I think if I if I'm going to, if I was to try to be elite, then there wouldn't be anybody to go to and be read by. So right. you have to kind of, you know, you really do have to kind of put out there that you're willing to be, you know, I, I tell people all the time, mediums go to other mediums. Right. 
You know, it's just how it, it is. I mean, how many times have you and I been on the phone and you'll be like, okay, so am I right? And I'll be like, yes. And you'll be like, am I right? And you'll be like, yes. And yeah. So we will, you know, we, we definitely bounce them. I, I often wonder what our conversations would sound like to somebody else <laughs> if they were listening in. But I have a very select few of people that I trust enough to open up to about my life, and I know that they can just go in and get the information if they need to. And, um, I mean, if you can't, you can't. And I just look at it as, like, I'm not, you're not the right person that I should be talking to, and that's just a personal thing. You know, I just I just need that certain few that I can ask about my life and they feel the same about me and I can probably count on one hand and I've always told people you can't read for yourself I have people like I pulled this card for myself today and this is what it means it's like, nope no, yeah, no that's not what I meant no because it's, you want to interpret really picky about who I let do Reiki for me <gasps> yes who I let do angelic healings for me right who I would um, allow to pull my cards I mean I think that a lot of that has to do with the fact that you have to feel comfortable or else you're going to close your own self down. Right. You know? You don't need other people's yuck on you. No. You That's don't. the way that I look at it. I was actually just teaching Reiki 2 the other day with a group of amazing women. And we were one person off and they needed to practice. And I said, okay. I jumped on the table. I said, just know I never let anyone touch me. And I'm allowing you to do so. And they kind of looked at me like I was crazy because they didn't really understand the depth of it. But I uh, I can't allow just anybody to put their hands on me because a lot of people do things with really crappy intentions. And just because you, you put out there that you're a light worker, you put out there blessings and love and light and, you know, all these good wishes to you, it doesn't mean that you actually mean them. It's true. I've said forever, the people that go to church every single week are sometimes some of the worst people on the planet. Just because you're pushing something out there doesn't mean you're hiding something else from the world. So always use your intuition when it comes to, you know, who to see, who to talk to, who to get a session from, whether it be readings or healings or anything like that. That's that's actually a question I um, I, I was wondering. Okay. Is you mentioned how people are, like, kind of overly positive when it comes to psychics and things like mm-hmm. that. Is that maybe a telltale sign of someone who's kind of full of it where they're over positive you mean like if they're very unicorn and rainbow right where they they kind of get you in that mentality where everything is kind of in the right so then everything that they say is going to be right that's a really fascinating question that's a deep question that's a very deep question I can say for sure now we know why you're the silent assassin exactly the things that go on in his head I Um, I have to say yes to a certain extent because anybody that pushes it out there constantly is hiding something you cannot be that positive all the time we're human I, I am positive when it comes to you know like social media and how I portray myself to the public because yes but once I get into a reading I, I tell people I have a potty mouth it might come out <laughs> yeah and I, we definitely have that in common right and if spirit is coming through a certain way and you know swearing or whatever I'm going to tell you exactly what they're saying because that could mean a hundred percent that that is somebody's loved one if I come through to someone that had you know, if I'm reading you and your grandmother's coming through and she said the F-bomb constantly and I'm saying your grandmother's coming through with so much love and light and she's so la la la, unicorns and rainbow, you're going to be like, that's not my grandmother. And people don't realize that. You can't interpret things. 
for yourself. It has to come exactly Has anybody come through and just called somebody a knucklehead? Um, I wouldn't say those exact words. I wouldn't words, say those exact words. But, <laughs> well, I'm being radio-friendly, but... Uh, yes, then. Yes, if we're being radio-friendly, yes. for sure. Yeah. Um, I forgot that we're being radio-friendly. Right. Personally. Yeah. So... Good Lord, I'm glad I haven't said anything that I normally Yeah, we're not say. just on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, it, it does... But, I, I mean, thinking of one person in particular is always positive, always nice, but then I just figured out the other day that they do have... You know the other side where they it's can. It's not necessarily a bad thing to do that. To be no, no, either. you can be positive, but when you're throwing so much out there, it it comes off that way. It does, and I said I even said to Tim the other day, looking at some of um, like websites of people that are going to events. I'm like, all of these psychic mediums fit the exact same mold. They all look the same way. They all act the same way. They all portray themselves the same way. I am so different and so off of that. And people people are really shocked by that sometimes. They're like, wait, you do what? Um, you know, I, I didn't picture someone like you doing it. Or, you know, because you're so down to earth. I'm like, well, I prefer to be that way. Or at least I try to be. So. I don't know about the whole positivity thing. I think that, you know, someone asked me once why I don't read tarot cards upside down or reversed order yeah that's a good question can we explain that yeah so when you're pulling tarot like well first of all i prefer when people pull their own tarot cards obviously so if you come in for a reading with me i will have you shuffle the cards i'll have you pick them right um it's not that i can't pick them for you because i can but it's just better sometimes if it's you um but i will see people put their tarot cards in reverse order so they'll be instead of being you know they'll be upside down and I will turn them back up, and people will sometimes say to me, oh, you only want to read the good part of the tarot card. And I'm like, actually, the tarot card is the same to me, whether it's right. upside down or right side up, because every tarot card is double-edged, just like everything that has to do with us is double-edged occasionally. Right. I mean, every good piece of news you have sometimes has a bad news. The biggest tarot card that I can give for an example on that is the death card. Mm. A lot of people pull the death card and they get really freaked out. They automatically think it's death. But death, the death card, actually, if you look at the actual card, there's like darkness in the front, but there's light in the back. And the death card just means the end of one thing and the beginning of something else. And that could actually end up being a really good thing. Right. So it's not always a bad thing. So I always figure... What's the point of reading a tarot card reverse order? For me, it doesn't really mean the reverse thing. It's it's all about the position and what it looks like and what the person's energy is. I have to say, every tarot card reading that I've ever gotten where somebody read like that has been off completely. Um, I don't read like that. I I just tell a story with my cards. That's that's how it's always been. I if one jumps out, I'll take that as it's supposed to be there. But that's pretty much it. I. I think my OCD doesn't allow my cards to be upside down. And if people put them <laughs> like that backwards or upside down, it drives me crazy. So I uh, I don't do that. <laughs> yeah. I just don't prefer to read like that. Yeah. I don't either. And I think that's that's just sort of the way it is. But it doesn't mean that we're being negative or only being positive. It just means that for us, the way that it turns is the way it turns. Right. I just prefer, I think, all around to be as real as possible, as down-to-earth as possible. I tell people all the time, you might not like my personality because I'm not unicorns and rainbow. I do believe that there has to be a balance in this world of light and dark. Mm -hmm. But I always believe that light beats out dark no matter what. And I do drop the F-bomb 
very often. I am extremely oh, quick-witted. God, I'm so glad I'm not alone in that. I, I if you, don't dish it out if you can't take it back. <laughs> um, and I say that all the time, and especially in a group of guys, too. You know, if you're going to pick on me, prepare. I want to know why not so many guys come to galleries. Every single time I do a house mm. party or a gallery, I find that I might have one or two men out of 20 that are sitting there. And I always laugh because I, I end up making fun of them, but not in a bad way, but I always end up saying, oh, it's so good to see the testosterone in the right. room. But um, I always think that it's really interesting because when, when men come in for private readings, right. they are way more open oh, absolutely. than they are in a gallery or in a public setting. But private readings, I feel like I can have really great connection with a lot of my male clients, and I don't always understand why that that is. So it must be, I don't know, I'll have to ask, Matt, is that a guy thing? (laughs) How how do you feel? I feel like I'm not a prime candidate for that question. (laughs) No, I I think we need to know. I mean, you've Uh, you've kind of been reminding me. A lot of the questions. So. Hey, we are up, up against the uh, clock. We are up against the clock. So tell us quickly, just so everybody knows, uh, second half, so after 11.06, we'll be doing readings. So definitely, if you want to call in, um, we can call in as soon as we're off air, and you can be waiting to be first. And how do you feel? How, how, do, how do guys feel about getting readings? Are you more open to it? Or are you not more open to it? Um, I think the private reading is a little more safe i guess mm. because i mean we're I guys 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 are raised to be very uh i guess i don't know like standoffish to every anything emotional or anything um you have to be the, the strong one you have to be the brave one you know yeah so it's maybe that has something to do with it maybe I don't know. I do. I love when men come in to get readings, though. I really do, whether they be tarot or mediumship. Right. So I really do because I feel it brings a different perspective for me, too. All right. Well, that's it for our first hour. Oh, that was quick. I know. We'll be back right after the news break. So stick around and stay tuned. Welcome back to Hour 2 of Spooky South Coast. I'm here with Lynn Marie. We're going to be doing readings. So, do we have callers on the line just yet? Okay. So, for everybody that's listening, and I apologize for my my opening, but my microphone didn't work, to call into our show, because we'll be doing free readings right now. You can call in at... 1-877-996-1420 one 996 1420 or 508-996-0500. These will be mini tarot card readings. One so card. One card. One card. In... <laughs> do you want the uh, caller to do anything in particular when they first come on? Like, do, do you just want, like, a name and whatever? They can do whatever they do like. Do whatever. They can do whatever they like. <laughs> 
It's on them. I'm going to start singing songs. You can do No, you don't want me to do that. <laughs> so, how, how are we doing over there? Oh. Ready? Are you ready? I guess I'm ready. Let's do it. Caller one. All right, caller one. Hello? You're on Good. the air. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'd like to have a reading. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? Good. What's your first name? Uh, Phyllis. Phyllis, we're going to pull a tarot card for you. Phyllis, I feel like you've got a lot going on. Okay. <laughs> so you picked the Knight of Swords. The Knight of Swords is a card that indicates that you are ahead of a conflict, but not quite out of the conflict yet. And it usually has to do with family or friends, close relationships. And uh-huh. does, does that make sense to you? Yeah. And... For some reason, I actually feel like you're getting ahead of the conflict, so I want you to have a little bit more confidence in yourself that you are actually doing better than you think you're doing. Okay. Any questions? Uh, no. Um, <laughs> just, is anybody trying to get through to me? It's a male that's trying to get through to you. Okay. Um, is your mom still here, too? No. Your mom's passed. Is dad gone as well? Yes. Okay. And you have siblings? Yes. Okay. Um, so just know that your that your family is around you. They're very much around you. Oh, nice. Okay. Okay. All right. Thank, Thank you, you very Thank much. You. Yep. Good evening. Good evening. How are you? Fine. <laughs> I'd like a general reading, please. Okay. Oh, what gen- we like general readings. Yes. <laughs> What's your first name? Dixie. Hi, Dixie. That's a great name. Yeah. Did you know? I don't. Uh, somehow or another, I'm psychically feeling that might be a nickname, huh? Yes, my father's. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And is your is it your dad was really important to you? You were pretty close to him. Very. Yeah, he misses you too. Um, and the card that came up was the King of Wands, which is actually very interesting. Your father's passed, correct? Yes. And so, for whatever reason, you have been asking him for some help on a situation. Is that correct? Yes. And he just wants you to know that he is around. Oh, wonderful. And um, you're very right to be asking him for help because don't tell anybody else in the family, but you really were the favorite. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) And um, also, can I tell you to take a little bit better care of yourself, too? Sure. For whatever reason, I feel like you're not getting a... You're not getting a lot of rest, and you kind of need it right now. Okay. Makes sense? Fine. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thank you. Thank, thank, you, thank you so much. much. Bye. Bye-bye. All right. Caller three. We like general readings. General readings yes. are good. Yes. Good evening. You're on Spooky South Coast. Hello? Hello. How are you? How are you ladies doing tonight? Good. How are you? Good. Thank you. My name is Danny. Hi, Danny. One second. Okay, now I can hear you. Okay, How perfect. Good? Okay. <laughs> Danny, do you have a lot of intuitive ability, ability yourself? A little bit, yes. Yeah, have you been thinking about using that? Yes. And learning a little bit more about it? That's actually exactly what I've been thinking about, yes. And you just picked the star card, which is basically about focusing on where you're supposed to be and focusing yep. on what you're supposed to be looking towards. And also that some things in the past are best left in the past. Do you understand that? Yes, and actually that makes 
too much sense. <laughs> <laughs> so you really need to leave some things in the past and continue to move forward and have a little bit more faith in the fact that what you're feeling and what you're able to do is actually real. Excellent. Thank you. You're welcome. Good luck. I needed to hear that. Thank you very much, and we will be in touch. Sounds good. You're awesome. Thank you. Thank you. You ladies are awesome, and the guys, too. Thank you so much. (laughs) You're a great show. Thanks. (laughs) Thanks. All right. Do we have another caller? Perfect. Hello. Hello. How are you? Hello. Okay. Can you turn down your radio for us? (laughs) Sure. I can turn the radio down. Thank you. My name is Danny. Okay. All right, down. perfect. We can hear you now. Can you take a nice deep breath for me? <laughs> What's your first name? Kathy. Hi, Kathy. How are you? Okay. Okay. Kathy, I don't know why, but I feel like you're making me smile, and I don't even know why. Hold on. I'm making you what? Smile. I can't, I can't smile. hear you. Smile. I'm making you smile? Yes. So you well, I'm glad I'm making you smile. <laughs> <laughs> you picked the Ace of Wands. So the Ace of Wands is about communication, and it's about getting in kind of in clear communication. But this is actually being in clear communication with yourself. So okay. basically what it's indicating is that some of the – have you been dreaming a lot? No, not at all. That's And, um, <laughs> and that's not. what you're worried about? Are you worried that you're not hearing from people? Yes. Okay. So this is about you clearing your own channel so that you can be able to hear people and get some. So I think you, I feel like you want messages. I feel like you want to be dreaming about some people that are past, correct? Yes. And you're feeling like somehow or another you're being blocked from that or it's not happening yes. for you? Yeah. The only reason that's being blocked for you or being is almost, it's almost like when you want something too much, it's like you're focusing on it too much. And I feel like in this particular case, there are people trying to get through to you. Um, in particular, uh-huh. some family members. Um, I know that sounds kind of lame, but I feel like you have a couple. So I don't want to necessarily pick one over the other. But I think yeah. that the issue is more about the fact that you you want to hear it so badly that it's almost it's almost like when you want something so much, you can't have it. And this is just about you sort of relaxing. Remember when I when you first started and I said, take a nice deep breath? I think that's yeah. just because you just feel kind of jumbled up and kind of like not relaxed enough to sort of let stuff come through. And right. I feel like that's what you need to do. So no TV, no reading before bed. Take a few minutes before you fall asleep and just ask your people to come through to you and you will get that. Okay. Okay. Thank you so All much right. for calling in. Right, Thank you so night. much. You're welcome. Hello, you're on Spooky South Coast. Hello. How Hi. are you? Hi, Lynn. Hi. <laughs> How are you? Good. Good. Who's? What's your first name? This is Ellen. Hi, Ellen. Hi, honey. <laughs> How are you? Just wrote to me on Facebook. <laughs> I found you. You did. How are things? Good. 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 Ellen, why are you not taking care of yourself? What do you mean, how come I'm not taking my care? I just went to the doctors. I know. You're physically okay, but what's going on with you? Are you still, why is your friend still trying to get in touch with you? I don't know. Well, he is. He hasn't really. Yeah, he's trying to, though. So, um, how are you doing otherwise? Everything okay? Husband okay? Everything's good. Good. Well, I'm glad to hear you, but you know, you know your friend wants to get in touch with you, so I will talk to you at some point in time about that. Well, we will, hopefully soon. Yeah, but I'm glad you called. 
Well, I figured it out. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. But I don't. I don't think your friend's message wants to be on the air. Oh. So um, that's why I'm saying I'll. I'll uh, probably write to you on your Facebook post. So we'll talk to you soon. Okay. Awesome. Thank Thanks, you for coming. Happy uh, Memorial Day. And to you as well. Bye, sweetie. Bye, bye. That's nice. I love when people call in that know yes. me. That's nice. It is. It's it's good support yeah. for sure. It's always yeah. awkward reading on the radio, so it's nice when you have well, people. Well, it's funny calling. because she wrote me on Facebook and she's like, "I can't find the the broadcast. I can't find. It. I can't Aww. find." It. So I'm glad she found it. So I have to admit, it's extremely difficult to sit here and push all these buttons and do everything while you're doing readings because I'm trying to totally not connect to anything that you're connecting <laughs> to. But we already have the weird mind thing going on, so it's really hard to push myself away. And I actually am kind of having a moment where I'm like, "Oh man, a lot of people are picking cards that are hard." Like, these are hard things for them today, so let's see how this goes. Right. Yeah. So we have we have no calls right now. We have a break. Nope. Perfect. Yay. Can you tweet out that we're doing readings? Yes. Okay. So. So. Do you want to pick I was going to say, do you want <laughs> I know you were going to do this. <laughs> you're so, here, so shuffle. You're going to read, read me live on the radio right now. How are you feeling about that? Um, a little <laughs> exposed. <laughs> huh? Okay. Well, we'll... You want to do a call for us? Well, I'm, I'm shuffling. She's so shuffling. She needs her cards. Yeah. And I just knocked the energy out. So, hold on. We'll, uh, we'll let the calls build up. So that way <laughs> we can give you a small break. All right. What a break. I have to read yours. <laughs> I'm scared. Don't be scared. I'm terrified. Oh, Miss Stephanie. You would pick the strength card. <laughs> of course I would. Of course you would. Uh-huh. And in your case, this actually isn't about physical strength. This is about the things that we were talking about earlier. This is about maintaining your integrity and your position and understanding that you are doing exactly what you're supposed to be doing. Okay. Makes me feel a little better. I know. I figured we're, that was We're going to need an elaboration I know, later. I know. <laughs> when we're not you can here. go home at 3 o'clock in the morning. How does that sound <laughs> You ready for... I don't know. The silent assassin should have picked a card, but... I think so, too. He's basically ignoring me at the moment. What do we have for calls, Matt? Or how how many we have? Okay. Locked and loaded. Locked and loaded? You ready for rapid fire? Uh, Let's do it. Okay. Good evening. You're on Spooky South Coast. Hello. Spirit called. Yes. (laughs) I like those. Those are those are interesting. Ready? Good evening. You're on Spooky South Coast. Ellen, when are you going to stop smoking pot? Hello? Hello? <laughs> we can probably drop that one. <laughs> I'm, I'm not really clear. Ellen, stop smoking pot. All right. <laughs> Damn you, Ellen. <laughs> Hi, you're Hello? on the air. Hi. Hello. Hi. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. So I let you guys are having fun over there. Oh, well, we're trying. That's great. Light energy. Good light energy. Yes, we're trying for sure. What's your first name? Pam. Oh, Pam. Let's see. Pam, you got the seven of swords. So. Uh-huh. 
Yeah. The Seven of Swords is a complicated card, and I think for you, it's actually a good news card. I think this is basically telling you that a lot of the things that you have been working on are coming to fruition. It's a good, it's a good thing for you. You've been a little stuck, and it's time for you to move a little forward. Um, so this is kind of about you moving forward and, and taking, kind of reaping some benefits of some things that you've done for yourself. Okay. Well, we'll see. We'll see about that. But, uh, I know. It doesn't feel like it right now. And that's why it's a no, sword. No, it doesn't. And that's why it's a swords card because swords are tough. When you pick, like, wands or cups, they're usually more lighthearted. Swords Good. are cards where it kind of indicates that things have been a struggle and not always been easy and that you're kind of still in the middle of that. That's why it's a seven. But seven is a good luck number, and it's supposed to mean that at some point in time things are going to turn. It's my number as well. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I have to share this with you real quickly. Back in September last year, um, I was looking out uh, at the out of the window at the sky, and there was an actual seven in the sky in the shape of a cloud. Wow. That's very oh, yeah. I powerful. Like the I have a picture of it on my phone. Wow, oh, yeah. that's amazing. Well, you, really, you picked yeah. a seven, and I think that is supposed to mean it's a good card for you. But when I picked it, I was like, oh, she's not going to see this as a good card because it's a swords. But it does mean that, you know, you're kind of playing things a little bit closer to yourself and kind of trying to figure out your next moves and things. But you are being validated, and it's good to move that along. Great. Thanks All so right. much. Good luck. Thank you. It hasn't been easy. <laughs> Thank you for calling. Thank you. Bye-bye. What do we have next, Matt? Spills water. <laughs> Besides Lynn making a mess. I didn't do that. Did I do it? Yes. Oh. I wanted to blame it on you. You just wanted to blame it on Yeah, me. that's perfect. Oh, look. Oh, look, look at how smart towels. he is. <laughs> really, I just wanted to use that whole box of tissues. <laughs> Can't take me anywhere. Not at all. This is why I shouldn't host a this show. This is why I should, have two, you should not have two psychics in a room. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, how much do you hate me right now? Oh, okay. We're good. We're good? He's not feeling the hate. No. This is good. I can do that. This should be a call. <laughs> this should be a call. Oh, are you a caller? <laughs> are we taking a call? No. What are we doing? <laughs> Good evening, you're on Spooky South Coast. Spirit called. Hello? Oh. Oh. Spirit was done. Yeah. Good evening, you're on Spooky South Coast. Hi, I was just calling in to try and get a reading. Awesome. What's your first name? Jared. Hi, Jared. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm good, thanks. Jared, are you working? Um, not right now. I'm at home. Is that, no, I know. <laughs> I didn't mean right at this moment. But you? Uh, well, you know, I work for an airline, so yeah. Okay. Um, so is that what you want to be doing? Um, yeah, right now, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you picked the King of Swords, which is a card that kind of indicates that you need, that you have a lot of strength of character and you have a lot of strength of personality but that sometimes you get a little complacent with things. And this is indicating that it's time for you to start deciding if this is really where you want to be and how you want to get to your next level. But it's a really, really positive card, even though it's a sword. 
Um, swords tend to be a little bit about conflict and stuff like that. But in mm-hmm. this particular case, the King of Swords is about being sort of on top of your game. And I think that that is true for you. I do feel like you have a lot of ambition, and I do feel like you have a lot of desire about what you want to do, but just not always exactly have the direction straight, if that makes sense. No, it does, because I've been through a lot over the last couple of years that have forced me to change directions and areas that I wanted to go, and now I'm forced to go different ways. Yeah, and I think the thing is is that no matter what you do, you kind of come out on top, which is a great quality to have, but I think that the struggle sometimes gets old for you. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, but you're doing really well, and I think that's the thing that's really important is to remember is that the decisions that you're making really end up being the better decisions because you're in charge of them, not necessarily because they're always great decisions, but because you're in charge of them. Yeah, because... You've actually done readings for my mom, actually my family, a couple of times. You've come to the house, and every time I've been unable to make it. So when my mom, she just actually texted me and said, hey, call in. Maybe you can finally, you know, get a, a reading and chat with you about it. So Well, and I think you probably have some mediumship that you need to kind of touch base with, too. But I think that, um, you know, obviously on the, the few minutes on the radio probably isn't enough time. But I definitely feel that you are in charge of things, and I feel that's a good energy for you. You have a very positive energy. I think you just get a little waylaid sometimes it doesn't always come out but you're doing well oh good i'm, I'm sure my mom's listening and i'm sure she's very glad to hear that she worries about me a lot. <laughs> well she shouldn't you're doing okay so good and i think actually you had said that to her in, in one of the sessions you had with her so well it's good to know i'm consistent <laughs> <laughs> well thank you very much you're welcome thank you so much for calling right, bye-bye all right have a good night bye you too Good evening. You're on Spooky South Coast with Lynn Marie. Hello. 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 Hi. Hi. And your first name is? Lisa. (laughs) How did I know that? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) So here's the thing that kills me the most. You You picked the world. Which means that oh, you, you are in pursuit of harmony and perfection. And both of those things are not necessarily within your grasp currently, but will become clear at some point in time. But not without a little bit more patience. Any timeline? <laughs> it's funny that you say that because the next card that I bet I was going to pull for you would have been definitely a timeline, and it is the magician. So I would say by September. Okay. All right. I can hold on till then. I think. I think you'll be fine. You have a lot of support. <laughs> yes, I <they> do. <laughs> Thanks for calling. All right. Thank, thank you. you. Bye. 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 Good evening. You're on Spooky South Coast. Who are we speaking with? Dawn. Hi, Dawn. <laughs> Hi, Dawn. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. I feel like I want to pick a really special card for you, Dawn. I feel like you need it. It's hard to hear you. I'm sorry. What was that? I said, I really want to pick a special card for you. I feel like you need it. Okay. And I did, and you're probably not going to agree with me, but it is a really good card. I picked the devil. 
And I know, right? I knew you weren't you were gonna be like, Oh no, but the devil is actually a really good card. The devil is about listening to your base instinct and sort of being a little bit indulgent of yourself. And I have a funny impression, Don, that you don't always get to be very indulgent of yourself. So I feel like you are supposed to kind of indulge yourself in something that you want or that you want to do. And that doesn't mean I'm suggesting you go out and, you know, buy a $500 pocketbook or anything. But, uh, <laughs> but I think that you should do something for yourself and something that makes yourself feel better and, and give back to yourself because I feel like you give to a lot of other people. I do. I know. <laughs> so it's time for you to do something for yourself. Okay. Okay, and I know that's going to be really hard for you, but try. I will try. Okay, and hang in there. Things are going to get a little bit easier for you, too. Okay, great. And your health is improving, correct? It is. Thank yeah. you. Yes. Okay. I'll, um, I'll, I'll continue to think good thoughts for you. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Thank Have you a for good calling. Night. Good evening. You're on Spooky South Coast. Hello. Hello. May I have a reading? Absolutely. May we have your name? <laughs> Maria. Hi, Maria. Hi. Oh, Maria, you have so much grief. Oh, my. Oh, are you okay? Yes. I don't even know if I want to pick a card for you. This is a male that's around that's for you? Is I'm it, sorry? Is there a male that's passed for you? No, not that I know of. Your dad isn't passed? Yes. Okay. Um, and is your mom still here? Yes. How's she doing? So-so. Yeah. Are you the one that's taking care of her? Yes. Okay. And you're worried about her a lot? A lot, yes. Okay. So you know that it's not her time yet, right? I don't know. You yeah. Know, I'm hoping not. It's not. She's she's gonna she's gonna be around for a little bit longer. I don't want you to worry so much about that. Good. The card Thank that you me. picked is the Eight of Swords, and the Eight of Swords is all about worry and stress, and it's outside stress and worry. So worried about other people, worried about other things. Um, I feel like you again, like the previous caller, do a lot for other people, but I also feel like you put a lot of worry and stress on yourself and this card is reminding you that there are certain things in life that you cannot control and that all you can do is the best you can do which you do do and you just have to remember that and it's hard but I feel like your mom is a big concern for you and I just wanted to let you know that she seems to be holding her own and doing okay for right now good thank you you're welcome have a good weekend yes thank you good night thank you for calling us Good evening, you're on Spooky South Coast. Who are we speaking with? I don't know. Hello? Hello? Hi. Who are we speaking uh, with? Would like to get a reading, please? Yes. Your name? Mitch, my TCH. Hi, Mitch. How are you? I'm doing okay. Good. So, let's see what card we're going to pull for you. You're not nervous, are you, Mitch? Nervous? Uh, well, I've never really called in reading before i was encouraged by a friend of mine to do so <laughs> are you gonna yell at that friend no <laughs> yeah he's right beside me so uh oh. Oh. i guess we won't we'll yell at the friend for you and you're in your own speaker so awesome where are you calling from mitch uh calling from south florida or lauderdale okay awesome. 
So um, I actually pulled three cards for you because uh-huh. I feel like that was really important. So what's really interesting about your cards is, is they start off on one level and completely go to another. So there's some harmony. The world is a very good card. It basically means that everything sort of moves along at its own pace. And I think that that's been okay with you in the past to kind of let things happen as they're supposed to happen. But that energy is ending, and you have to get a little bit more in control of your own life and where you kind of want it to go. Um, I think that that, it goes all over all different aspects of your life, not just finances or work or relationships. I think it's kind of everywhere. You have a lot more authority over your life than you're sort of allowing yourself to believe or to think. So it's, it's sort of telling you that you can make some changes that you want to make or do some things that you want to do and that they will be successful. Okay. Um, that's basically what I'm feeling for you. And I also feel like you, um, you've just kind of had some, you know, you've kind of been sailing along and it's time for some things to, to move for you. And I think it's time for that to happen. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Good luck. Thanks. Thank you for calling. Good evening. You're Spooky South Coast. Hi, how are you? I'm good. Can we have your this name? Angel. Angel. I was awesome. fine. I love reading. Hi, Angel. How are you? I'm good. Good. Angel, who's the female that's passed for you? It would be my mother. And is your is your mom, um, was your mom ill? Yes. And did you help take care of her? Yes. And you miss her a lot? You've been talking to her a lot? Yes. Okay. The card that got picked for you is the moon. The moon is a very interesting card, but for you in particular, it's all about female energy. So it's basically about how you've been thinking about your mom a lot and also just a lot of female strength in your family, like a lot of the female lines sort of being the the strong people in your Mm -hmm. your life, including (laughs) you. And and do you have children? Yes. And I feel like you have to be very strong for – do you have two? Yes. You have to be very strong for both of your children, but one in particular. Do you understand? Yep. And that you have been really worried and stressed out thinking that what you're supporting and what you're doing is not enough. But that is not the case. You are made of very strong stuff, so remember that. And your mom is with you, and she is helping you because she says that you've been asking her for that. Your your voice went down. I didn't hear that last part. I said your mom's been knowing that you've been asking her for help and just know that she's been around. Thank you. You're welcome. Good luck. Thanks. Good evening. You're on Spooky South Coast. Hey, guys. Hey. Hey. Can we have your name? This is Scott. Hi, Hi Scott. Scott. How are you? Good. How are you? Pretty good. Pretty good. Would you like a reading? Sure. <laughs> that was so casual, Scott. Sure, yeah, whatever. No what I'm here for. <laughs> so, um, oh, what an interesting card. We picked the Ace of Swords for you. The Ace of Swords is a need to be aggressive about a particular situation. Um, okay. And aggressive is not always necessarily a negative thing. Do you understand? Yes. Sometimes it's about just sort of, I guess the phrase that keeps coming to my head is taking the bull by the horns. And for whatever reason, I feel like you're comfortable in that role, but for some reason you haven't done it about a situation in your life that you kind of need to. And it's not a bad thing at all. If anything, it's probably going to be 
a release and a good thing for you. That's good to know. That's pretty accurate. Well, good. I I try. <laughs> Thanks for calling Thank in. Thank you for calling, Scott. Thank you. Good evening. You're on Spooky South Coast. Uh, good evening. Could we have your name, please? My name is Lois. I already Lois. knew that. <laughs> <laughs> of course you did. Yes. <laughs> oh, Lois. I feel like a lot goes on with Lois. I feel like Lois has a lot going on. Oh, um, you're right. Yep, and you and your card reflects that. You picked an Eight of Swords, too. What's really interesting about the Eight of Swords for you is, unlike the previous caller that picked the Eight of Swords, for you, the Eight of Swords is more about having more than one area of your life being touched by things at the same time, like a lot of different focuses that need to happen for you, and that you are actually doing a good job at juggling and managing them, but you're feeling are you feeling a little discouraged at the moment? Yes, I, I am. Okay. So this card is supposed to remind you that you actually are doing a better job than you think you are, but that it's hard because you have a lot going on. So you have to kind of remember that some things have to be done one at a time. Some things kind of have to hand, be handled one thing at a time. Does, do you understand what I mean? I do. It's all okay. financial. I know. And it's also, you know, some of the stuff you haven't had control over either. And I think that you're starting to gain a little bit more control and a little bit more perspective on it, but I think it's hard for you. So try not to be discouraged because things are actually getting into a better situation, but just not necessarily flowing fast, if that makes sense. Yes, that does make sense. So try to sleep easy tonight because I feel like your anxiety is keeping you from getting really good rest. Oh, perhaps that's it. So... Um, but there's, you know, do, you you can only do what you can do. So try to give yourself a break. Okay, and thank you, thank you so much. You're welcome. Okay, take care. Thanks for calling. Okay, thanks. Bye. Mom, was that your mom? Yep. <laughs> yep. Hi, Stephanie's mom. <laughs> I didn't want to give away anything ahead of time, but I know that voice anywhere. So. But did you? Did that card make sense for you? Yeah. That's good. Yep. All right. Next caller. Good evening, you're on Spooky South Coast. Hi. Hi, can we have your name, please? Yes. Jess. Is that yes or Jess? I was like, what? Yes. Jess. Jess. <laughs> I was like, okay, yes, okay. <laughs> how are you, Jess? Good, how are you? I'm good. How was your Mother's Day, Jess? My mom? How's your mother? How was your Mother's Day? Mother's Day? Yeah. Are you a mom? Nope. Do you have your mom still with you? Yep. And how's she doing? Good. Okay. Queen of Pentacles is a um, time frame card. This means okay. that there are changes coming in your life that some of them you may want, some of them you may not want. Um, they're okay. not. None of them are negative. Um, but change is coming, and this is a time frame card that indicates August, September, and October. So okay. you sort of need to be pre- prepared that some things are going to change for you come August, September, and October. But it's a, it's supposed to be a good thing because it's a harvest time, so it's usually when you're reaping benefits. So it's a good yeah. thing. All right. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you for calling Thanks us, Jess. Thanks for calling. Thank you. 
Bye. Good evening, you're on Spooky South Coast. Can we have your name? Hello? Hi. Hi, can we have your Hi, name? This is Ed. Hi, Ed, how are you? All right. Good. Ed, how are things going? Yeah, all right. Yeah, they could be a little bit better? A lot, yeah. Yeah. So you you picked the King of Cups, which is an emotional card. So for you, this is a very masculine emotional card, which means that a lot of things in your life need to wash through. You need to sort of be a little bit patient with yourself and understand that there's only so much you can do about so many things. Um, Things are scheduled to be a little bit more improved for you, but I think some things just need to be kind of... I don't know. I don't know how else to put that. You just kind of need to hang in there. You know what I mean? Like some stuff just isn't going to change as quickly as it should. Um, but it's but it will. And that's what you It's a hopeful card. It's a card that gives you an indication that things need to actually kind of move quickly. But you don't have control over how fast that's going to be. So for you, you want everything to move yesterday and be different as of yesterday, and it might be tomorrow. Do you understand? So no matter what it is, it's not going to be fast enough for you, but it is coming, so you just need to kind of hang in there. It's just a little bit longer of a ride, and I know you've been on one already. So just, just be patient. It's coming. Thank you. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Thank you for calling. Bye-bye. Good evening. You're on Spooky South Coast. Can we have your name? Hello. Hello, ladies. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm fine. My name's Martina. Hi, Martina. How are you? I'm great. Good. I'm glad to hear someone's great. Oh, <laughs> you have to think positive, you know. That's right. Where are you calling from? I'm from Dartmouth. From Dartmouth? Okay. Yes, Dartmouth, Mass. Okay. Well, we like that. We like Dartmouth. Dartmouth is good. Oh, good. <laughs> so, Martina, this is an interesting card for you. You picked the lovers, and the lovers is actually not about the lovers. <laughs> the, the lovers well, that's is a shame. I know, right? <laughs> um, but the lovers is about having opportunity and having choices to make, mm-hmm. and sometimes wondering whether or not those choices are the right way or the wrong way. Um, and it's not really about handling a situation. It's more about things being presented to you. Uh, you know, certain, certain things being presented, maybe not as a surprise even, you know, things that you weren't expecting and having to sort of make some choices, but they feel like good choices. They feel like positive choices, like things that might actually affect you in a good, positive way. And it's almost like, it's almost like manna from heaven. Like something comes down that's unexpected. And that it's a okay. good thing when it comes down. And you could use that. I think you could use a little of that. So I'll be making good choices, is you, what you're saying? You'll be making good choices based on things that kind of <laughs> fall into your lap. Yes. Well, that, that, that'd be a welcome pleasure. Amen. It would be a welcome change. <laughs> <laughs> All I can tell you about you, Martina, is you have earned it, my friend. So I hope that when that manna from heaven comes down, it's a good feeling because you, you've earned it. You've put the time in. Yeah. Okay, great. Well, I'm glad you're picking up on that, too. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very good. much for calling. <laughs> Thank you. Good evening. You're on Spooky South Coast. Hi. Hi. Can we have your name? Matthew. Oh, I knew that, too. <laughs> <laughs> that voice, I know. 
Hello, Matthew. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Why do I feel like Matthew talks? Matthew talks. Matthew talks. All right. Let's see. (laughs) You picked the Eight of Cups. So the Eight of Cups is an interesting card for you because I think it has a dual meaning. The Eight of Cups is sometimes about leaving some things behind that aren't serving you any longer and moving forward and about gaining perspective on things that you need to gain perspective on. So sometimes it's about leaving something behind but knowing what you're gaining by doing that. And sometimes it's about understanding that you can't always move forward until you're able to leave something behind. Make sense? Absolutely. And that is exactly where you are. And the funny thing is is that you know it, but it's kind of like a choice and a decision, and it's not always easy to make that. So, But I think you'll do fine. Fingers crossed, right? Amen. <laughs> well, thanks for calling. Thank you. Right. Bye. 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 Everybody's so like quiet and they're like, goodbye. That was oh. my brother. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> Good evening, you're on Spooky South Coast. Can we have your name? Hi, it's John. Hi, John, how are you? Good, thanks. Good. All right, hang on. Sorry, I had to shuffle. I hadn't been shuffled in a few. Let's see. Ace of Pentacles. This is worries about work. Worries about work, worries about money, and worries about happiness, but not necessarily all in that order. So this is kind of all about having anxieties and worries, but not necessarily acknowledging that they're anxieties, more like worries and burdens. Some things are beyond your control, but some things are coming your way that need to change, but you're kind of dependent on other people to have those things changed. I don't know how else to explain that to you, and a lot of that feels like work. Like you almost have to wait on other people to move around or do things in order for you to be able to move around and do things. Um, so this is about things gaining and also worries that you have about family members health seem to be unfounded like things are actually going to go well okay and any, uh, any other, again? with the whole thing or just the last part <laughs> no the last I missed the last time <laughs> um, I just said worries about family members health that feel unfounded like things are actually going to go better than expected Fantastic. Do you see um, Do you see my career moving forward with a promotion? Well, I think that the Ace of Pentacles is exactly like that. I said you have to kind of wait on other people, so it's mm-hmm. almost like you have to wait on other situations to clear, but it does look like it will happen. Fantastic. All right. Great. Thank you for the reading. All right. You're welcome. Have a good night. You too. Thank you. Thank All you. Right. Bye-bye. Good evening. You're on Spooky South Coast. Can we have your name? Hi. Hi. How are you? Good, how are you? Good, thank you. Um, my name's Crystal. Hi, Crystal. Hello, how are you? I'm well, how are you? Excellent, thank you. Good. Um, Crystal, I feel like you have changed a lot of things in your life for the positive, and I just wanted to kind of commend you for that. I think that hasn't always been an easy thing for you to do. So I just want to tell you that that comes across for whatever reason, if that makes you if that makes you understand right, thank that. You. And the Ten of Pentacles is about 
needing to be focused a little bit on your own personal financial security, um, that you sort of need to be working towards a goal. And it's not all about money. Sometimes it's just about a goal and working towards it. And again, I think that you have done a very good job about changing around some things and changing around your mentality on a lot of things. But I, and I think that you need to be told that you're, that's, that work is good, that you have done good work with that. Um, the Ten of Pentacles is about seeing the results of some of that, and that's coming your way probably within the next three to four months. Okay. So it's Great. good. It's a positive thing. I'm glad to know that you're looking out for yourself. I know you have other people to worry about, but for some reason I want you to remember that you've done some good work for yourself too. Great. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Have a good night. Thank you, too. Thank you for calling. But Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Good evening. Can we have your name? Jay. What? Jay. Jay? That's your name? Yeah. That's my nickname. Oh, okay. Perfect. Okay. How are you, Jay? I'm fine. How are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you feeling? I'm not bad. Yeah? Are you better? Well, my back's a little better. Well, that's good. So the Five of Wands is what got picked for you. And the Five of Wands is about sort of remembering to communicate what's necessary for you. That this is about not necessarily soft-soaping or coating things, sugar-coating things for yourself. If you need help, you need to ask for it. If you need direction, you need to ask for it. And not be ashamed to do that. Do you understand? I understand. And you need to take a little bit better care of yourself communicatively. In other words, like like I said, if you need help or if you need something, you need to make sure that you express it and not just try to be strong and suck it up, you know? Um, that's you mean health-wise? Health-wise, um, not necessarily I feel that emotionally. I feel it more health-wise. You need to be your best advocate. I see. And it's not always easy for you. I think that um, you like to be independent and you like things to go you know, well for you, and I and I appreciate that, but I think that you have to remember to ask for help when you need it. Well, thank you. You're welcome. Things are going to even out a little bit, but you got to remember to that it's okay to accept some help once in a while. Well, thank you. I will. All right. You thank take you. care. Thank you. Good night. Night. Good night. How about I zip for calls right now. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, that was like a good strength. Do you know our total? I lost track, actually. Did you? Yeah. I was going to look at the caller ID later. <laughs> I think about 80. <laughs> Give or take. It was a lot. We had some yeah. calls. We can always though. go back and count them. <laughs> so we have an official count. <laughs> it's all good. So, yeah, the cards have been really interesting tonight. Definitely. We have about five-ish minutes does, left if any last-minute callers want to sneak in. So doing doing all these power readings, does this actually drain just everything out of you? Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Can you tell? Yes. <laughs> yeah. so, so what's a good recharge for a psychic medium? Is it just, just sleep or Food do you just, so, just take a bath in crystals? I don't know. What do you guys do? <laughs> do we bathe in crystals? I feel like your house that? is just No, but I know people that want to. Like, that count? You just open up doors and cabinets. You're like, ah, oh, who put all these crystals here? I actually have very few crystals in my house. Actually, I have some selenite and some amethyst, and that's about it. I can't wear fluorite because then I tell the truth even worse. It's crazy. <laughs> um, but I um, I don't know what's good for 
for, I can't answer for Stephanie, but for me, um, usually when I read, I have to eat, literally eat and sleep yeah. in that order. Well, I know, I know how Stephanie reads. Yeah. yeah. Big Bang um, Theory. Theory. Big Bang Theory? Yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Put that on. I thought you were going somewhere else with that for a second. There. No, thanks. <laughs> don't tell all of my secrets on the radio. Jeez. Um, yeah, usually um, eat and sleep, and I have to say that this has been, this has been. A, I read roughly anywhere from eighty to hundred people a week, so this is the end of my week. I usually take Sundays off, so um, I work today. This is um, more work. I worked last night. I worked the night before. So it is. Um, it can be very draining, but I actually really enjoy it. And Stephanie's a battery for me. So I, having I was her hoping. here kind of gives me a little bit of a, an edge. Oh, like a power cell. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's like She's like my second battery there. She's good. Pizza or cheeseburgers is a go-to. Yeah, absolutely. Greasy food Greasy really food. Works. Yeah. You know what? I, I actually so read it's, that. It's similar to like a hangover? Kind of. Yeah. yeah, kinda for sure. Yeah. I mean, there are times when people will call me in the morning, and I'm like, "Oh, I have a spirit hangover," and they totally get it. Right? They're like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> people come up to me at events, and be like, "How are you putting down that much food?" I'm like, "Don't ask questions. Just keep walking. Just keep. Just, just keep nothing going. to see here." <laughs> I read um, the Hollywood Medium. Tyler Henry did a an interview the other day, and somebody asked him how he keeps going, and he said, "Tons of carbs, pizza, greasy pizza, everything." I was like, "Yes, it's not just me." Yeah, no, it's not. Um, and for whatever reason, I feel like breakfast, diner, greasy diner, food, food is like the best for whatever reason. So not sure why. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but I've heard it from a lot of people. So it's a mystery to be solved at some point for sure. Yeah. Definitely. I love being on here. Can I tell you that? Well, we love having you. It's, it's... amazing to have you all the time. <laughs> just, just come in all the time. Don't, don't move far away ever. <laughs> um. Yeah. No. Sorry. <laughs> no, I'll be. You know, I can never stay away from you, Stephanie. You're my, you're my sister. You can't. I know. You know. It's just too much fun, and apparently, you're the only one that ever makes me snort on live radio. So thank <laughs> I you. I thought that was awesome, personally. Yeah. And I just want to, you know, thank your mother and brother for calling. <laughs> I had no idea. The only person um, I kind of want to address one thing to is Ellen. Okay. And she called earlier. I just, I just feel like, um, I just feel like your friend just wanted you to know that he was okay, but I just feel like he didn't want to make a big fuss. He wanted it to be sort of about him, which so. is okay. Yeah. So I just kind of wanted to mention that. Well, so we are coming to the end of our show. Oh, we have about that a- was so quick. How long do we have, Matt? A minute ish yeah do you want to tell everybody where they can reach you how they can get a private reading with you where you'll be sure um i have several offices so you can see me in bridgewater west bridgewater amherst um dedham and of course now i'm going to be stretching myself out down to uh to your area you are i am um so you can reach me at 508-474-9371 you can email me at Lynn with an E, Marie Spirit Medium at gmail.com, which is all one word, Lynn Marie Spirit Medium at gmail.com. Or you can catch me on Facebook, Spirit Medium Lynn Marie. You can also see me on um, tarotbylynnmarie.com. So anywhere that you can reach me, you should reach me. Absolutely. And it's 100% worth it, I swear. <laughs> I, I considered saying stay live on YouTube after. To, so everybody can see my reading, but uh, yeah, no. I'm a little afraid for that. So <laughs> we might have to uh, write a blog about it afterwards because 
I, I don't know if I don't know if I want those details out there. So, thank you so much for everybody for tuning in this this week. Like I said before, Tim and I are going to be at a bunch of different places coming up. Middle Barrow Paracon, Ocean State Paracon, Ghost of the Gateway. Definitely go to SpookySouthCoast.com and check out and see what we have going on. Like us on Facebook. We have all of our updates there. Our silent assassin is amazing at putting out clips and weak and weird stories Love all week long. I know, he's amazing. So um, definitely reach us any way you can. You can find me on Twitter and everywhere else at Work at Burke. So thank you so much for listening in and putting up with me hosting the show. You are all amazing, and we will be back next week for sure. So stay spooktacular. Thanks, everybody.